Welcome to the Hottest Wellness Podcast, I've Got Time, with Sherry and Shakayla. Here we discuss personal growth, relationships, and healing to become aligned with the best version of ourselves. Hey, honey. What's up, baby? Uh, you know, girl, I'm trying to get in how I live. How you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I feel good after making pancakes from scratch. I'm proud of you. I feel... Like wifey material. That doesn't define you, but yeah. Yeah. Um, wifey material, that's interesting. I feel like we could circle back on that, but. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be funny. I don't think that that is a qualifier for wifey material. No. Nah. I mean, people think it is for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody should know how to cook at least enough to satisfy their needs. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You should be able to take care of yourself for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'm proud of you for going the made from scratch way, you know? Yeah. That's what I like. You inspire me. Oh, thank you. You know, nowadays, here I am <laughs> preaching. <laughs> um, when ingredients are just so, what are we eating? Mm-hmm. The best thing that you can do is, you know, like, buy actual ingredients and then make it yourself. Because, like, what the fuck is in this shit? That one video yeah. that you sent me with everything that had bio-engineered ingredients on it. Mm-hmm. Now, every time I go to the grocery store, I look at all the ingredients. Like, it was Eva's birthday a couple of weeks ago. I had went to the store to get a candle and I was we was making um, cinnamon rolls because she'll eat cake or cupcakes. Yeah. And I was like, let me just buy a can of frosting. That'd be easier than making the frosting from scratch. Every single last can. Every can, every <laughs> brand, even the Kroger brand, all of them said bioengineered ingredients. And I was disgusted. Disgusted. Um, so, needless to say, we ended up making it from scratch. But, yeah. You got to know what you're putting into your body. Because they're trying to kill us and at the very least make us sick so we can keep paying medical bills. But they trying to kill your favorite bitch. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we'd be like, what's wrong with me? I'm so sick. I eat stuff I always used to eat. Like, I used to eat hot Cheetos like crazy. But the ingredients have gotten worse, like, since before. That's why they taste different than when we was little. Like, did you know, like, hot Cheetos in other countries don't have the same ingredients as the hot Cheetos we eat in the United States? Like, if you go to Mexico, the hot Cheetos taste, like, sweeter. Like, the spiciness tastes more authentic to, like, an actual spice and not yeah. just hot flavor. It's Ugh. crazy what they're doing to us, y'all. I'm not surprised. I mean, we can't be surprised anymore. It's like right in our face. If you choose to avoid it and not look at it or you think that's something that you don't care, if you're one of those, we all got to die one day, people. (laughs) You keep on with that. Yeah. Because the one day is coming sooner and sooner, the more things that they're, you know, poisoning. Yeah. I guess. Alexa, play Poison by Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) So, not that I was trying to get stuff off my chest, but do you got anything to get off of your chest this week? Um, I don't think so. Mm. I think I'm chilling. Yeah, you always chilling. I want to chill. Well, I'm not always chilling. It's just a lot of stuff that happens 
it's not worth taking up space. Mm. So, got enough going on in there. I can't be holding everybody else's stuff. I feel you. But the way I see it is if I'm telling y'all, ain't no way I'm holding it in. You know? <laughs> yeah. One thing about me, if it's on my chest, I'm going to get it off of me. <laughs> um, I did have one thing to get off my chest. And we're not going to stay here long because this isn't like a whole... I'm not a lawyer, you know, and for all intents and purposes, I don't care about this stuff because there's like real life it, stuff happening in the world that's impacting all of us on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to bring up the Lizzo lawsuit. Have you heard about that? Mm-hmm. What have you heard? I heard that her part of it is like the weight thing. Mm-hmm. I can't tell was she saying that they were overweight? Yeah. That's what people are saying. Um they also saying like there's some type of sexual aspect in it like when they was in a foreign country or some shit that she was like exposing them to like sex workers with food items in their genitals that there was some type of coercion to do it mm-hmm. um crazy stuff y'all crazy yeah. stuff and mostly just harassing people and saying mean stuff to them about their weight and shit like that it's like her yeah. the da- the management company and then like the lead dance person on the dance team they're all like in cahoots of the lawsuit that's crazy. Wasn't it like a religious aspect too? Mm-hmm. And they said that they were trying to basically pander Christianity to them where it's like, I wish y'all would stop doing that. I wish y'all would stop doing that. It's 2023. And by now, if you're a Christian and you don't realize that there are other religions outside of Christianity, no one has to subscribe to what you're believing. And some people are not religious at all. Some people are like spiritual. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that doesn't mean they don't have a relationship with God. That means that just they don't necessarily subscribe to the same thing as you. And the fact that you go everywhere you go, you think you have to spread the good word and try and convince people of that. It's like actually ridiculous at this point. Like that yeah. dude who jumped in our comments the other day because I said I wasn't saved to sanctify it. So sad. Hold on, wait. What's the tiny bio? (laughs) (laughs) So sad that she says she's not saved because the Lord Jesus Christ died for us. And it's like, sir, I'm the last person you need to be talking about this because I've been there and done that. You know what I'm saying? I walked that road. And it's not for me personally. And I'm not judging you for saying it. Okay, maybe a little. (laughs) Maybe a lot. But not publicly on the internet. I'm not showing up in every Christian's comments like... You got to stop doing this. You need to seek out God for yourself. You need to stop being in that cult called Christianity. Like, I'm never doing that because yeah. that's their belief. It's their right to believe what they want to believe. And it's very strange. I would hate to yeah. show up to work every day. Imagine being a dancer. That's the last place you think you're going to be, like, getting solicited for religious advice. Like, Yeah. Especially with slatacious dance moves. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we even do it? <laughs> Listen, it's 2023, and no matter where you work at, HR laws are a thing. All you have to do is find out what are the laws applies to you, and you very well could be suing somebody just like Lizzo's ex-dancers. Yeah. Um, 
And so no matter NDA or not, you can you can still be held liable for things in court that is literally illegal in the United States. Mm -hmm. So my main takeaway has nothing to do with Lizzo, if she's right, if she's wrong, if she did it or not, because we don't know. We don't know the facts. And honestly, I'm not surprised by it. Mm. Not because of Lizzo or that I don't like Lizzo or nothing that, that I have against her personally, but people really have to stop holding celebrities to this like ultra high standard that they're different than regular people. They're not. They're regular people and they are not any different than us in a way that they can be mean, that they can be harmful, that they're imperfect people or that they're just bad because they yeah. be be bad and terrible to other people because they can because they have the power to do so um and some of them become more famous because of their bad behavior yeah which is so true and in my opinion i feel like she's gonna recover for that exact reason because people like it they love a bad girl like look at rihanna look at angelina jolie like look what at ariana Grande. girl the way she stole that woman's man on set she walked so Ariana Grande could run, honey. Angie? Who'd she take? What are you talking about? Her husband that she got all those kids with? Wait, hold up. Who is he with? Jennifer Aniston. The famous Nikki Lyric. Angelina Jolie? Yes. Come on, Jen. You see where Brad at? And that you about to play crazy because this was so long what? ago. What? Yes, yes. They was on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith when they start got things going. And um, yeah, she took her nigga. Oh. She was giving okay. break up with your boyfriend because I'm bored. I remember now. Yeah. Damn. And she got more famous because of it. People liked her even more. And so... There's a lot of things that you can get away with. One, if you got good PR, and two, if people think that they have a relationship with you, you know, those parasocial relationships. People think that they know celebrities just because they enjoy them in movies or TV or musically. And it's like, you don't know them. We don't know these people in real life. All we know is what they show us, what the versions of them they allow us to see, and of course, what other people say of them. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have stuff to say like, well, this is the music industry. This is the dance industry. There is, um, you know, people have say, what is the standard for the weight of a dancer should be? And Beyonce would have fired them too if they was gaining weight. And it's like, it's 2023 and you can't yeah. just fire somebody just because they fat dancer or not. And not to mention, she built a whole show on Amazon Prime talking about watch out for the fat bitches. So now... They can't be fat. That's crazy. You literally use that to make it seem like you were inclusive. I don't want to get in on that. I don't even want to get in on my personal <laughs> thoughts about Lizzo. I just want to talk about just stop idolizing them. Stop putting them on a pedestal because we don't know them. They're regular people. Mm -hmm. And they can be just as ancient as you and me. Not that I am, but I'm just saying like in general. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Did you have any feelings about it? Um, not really. I'm enjoying the internet, having fun with it, per use. The memes are going off, okay? It's hilarious. 
TikTok is even out on Twitter at this point. I haven't been on Twitter for real, but oh my God, TikTok is eating her the fuck up in the most hilarious way. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I love the internet. I'm not surprised they said she was being fat phobic because her being a person that is fat herself is ingrained in all of us. It's systemic. Not only, mostly in American culture, because in some other cultures to be bigger is like means abundance. Like Mm -hmm. in a lot of other cultures, actually. It's only Americans who think you have to be thin as a motherfucking Pringle to be hot. But, you know, if everybody says it's a bad thing to be fat, it's gross to be fat, it's unhealthy Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And you start to subscribe to that stuff and tell you yourself that's who you are. Like, she hate herself if that's how she treat other fat people. Like, I'm not surprised. Why wouldn't she hate herself? She got to log on to the internet every day and people just dogging her based off of her weight. Like... Yeah, it's disappointing, and all you could do is send prayers to everybody involved because it's a messy situation. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> um, I guess we can get into the affirmation of the week then. Let's do it. This week's affirmation is: my authenticity is what makes me special. Yeah. You special. Here you go, quoting ATL. I finally know it this time. <laughs> finally. I'm proud of you. Love that film. We don't need another one, but love that film. You know they're going to try and put another one out. they too old. I don't want to see it. Did you say they trying to do a last Friday? I keep seeing clips that looks like it's already filmed and it looks low budget. And I think they just doing little teasers to see how people react to it before they start putting budgets in. If they came out with a movie, am I going to see it? Absolutely. It just better not be a whole new group of people. It has to be the same people showing up. I need to see Ice Cube. I need to see... Um, who else is in that movie? Um, Chris Tucker. You know what I'm saying? You think he'll come back? We never saw him after rehab. I don't know, but I really do hope that he do come back. We were just watching Rush Hour 2 and I was saying yeah. Chris Tucker is who Chris Rock think he is. Like. <laughs> For real though. I don't think it's going to be funny though. Mike Epps. I think it's not going to be funny to a certain age group of people, but I think for us it's going to be pretty enjoyable. I think for people older than us too, it's going to be pretty enjoyable, but it might be corny to younger people. I wouldn't be surprised with that. That's how I felt about the last bad voice that came out. I was like, what is well, that this? was just a terrible film. They, I don't... Uh. You're saying it because every person of a certain age that I spoke to, they was acting like it was the best thing since sliced bread. I was were they like, old? I mean, they was in my parents' age group and older, so... So... I don't want to say people old. Older people enjoy corny shit. <laughs> That's it's why they corny love to us, Tyler but Perry. that's why I'm saying that younger pe- people younger than us probably would think it's corny though, but we might enjoy it. I don't think I'm enjoying it because those clips. It's not, it's clips not that from the what movie, they're though. doing isn't funny. It's just outdated. It's outdated humor. Mm-hmm. Like that isn't funny the way that you're presenting it anymore. But if that's what you're doing because it worked back then. It's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. I've seen people talking about they would do a new one and they was like they would use DC Young Fly. I was like, 
there's only one Smokey. Let's just be honest. We're not going to redo the movie with a whole nother cast. Like, y'all got to chill. Y'all really got to chill. Honestly, I support DC Young Fly from a, a creative standpoint. That young man is extremely talented. Um, but if I see him in one more low-budget film... He said he don't care how little the dollars is, he's getting them. I don't want to see him in a low-budget film. <laughs> Good? Yeah. Need to get a little snacky snack. Um, yeah. I need it to be a production if they do decide to get a new cast and like make it new again. I don't want I to need it to that. be you know. The reason a lot of things are popping right now is because of the, the nostalgia behind it. The mm-hmm. people who can afford to pay for this nostalgia are of a certain age group as well. Mm-hmm. They're not marketing that movie to younger kids. What they gonna do? bootleg it like not to be funny or whatever but you know what I'm saying like from a general speaking yeah. when people put hundreds of thousands probably millions of dollars into making a movie they're trying to go all out with it like mm-hmm. the way they did Barbie movie this movie had the best marketing that I have seen in years Barbie down everywhere Facts. Everything. Everybody wanted to be Barbie. Even local coffee shops got the Barbie latte. I'm like, excuse me. Is it like pink? How they make it pink? Girl, don't get me. Like dragon fruit or some shit in there? Don't get me answering questions. (gasps) Strawberries. I don't know. All I know is everybody was cashing in on the Barbie coin. Okay. Yeah. They did market this really well. They did not come to play. You know what I'm saying? But let's be honest, people, it it was the nostalgia behind it. People of a certain mm-hmm. age was gravitating towards that. Not to say that kids nowadays don't play with Barbies, but I don't think they had an obsession in it in a way that we did. Mm-hmm. Like, Barbie for us was like when influencers and makeup hit the scene. You know what I'm saying? It was like we had to have the new Barbies. Like, it was so excitable to us. Like, for me personally, anyways. Yeah. Um. Well... What are we discussing this week? <laughs> this week, we're discussing Barbie tings. What does that entail? The tings of Barbie. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Um, yeah, so right now we're just going to go ahead and give you a spoiler. If you haven't seen the Barbie movie yet and you still wish to do so, just go ahead and save this particular episode for afterwards because we're going to be breaking down the movie and just discussing what we got from it and um we would love to hear from what you got from it as well so drop it below in the comments right after you subscribe yeah yeah plug it in plug it in (laughs) (laughs) not you advertising for somebody else hold on my bad (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we do not advertise glade those things are toxic af just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, all air fresheners, by the way. They're toxic. Man. Especially the ones that you plug in. But Just we're not. some incense. <laughs> yeah. That... I used to hate incense. You did? Why? Because mm. it's so strong. What? 
Yeah. Bringing that negative energy out of you. Mm. Rebuke those demons. Rebuke that smell. It's not. You it's not, not like so bad it? to me now. It's just too strong. Like, so I used to burn incense, and he would be in his room, and I would just smell it in my room, door closed and everything. Like, what is that? I cannot relate. I grew up, and my mom would have incense in different door frames all throughout the house. Like, to me, it smells good. It feels like it smells clean. It smells like good energy. I don't know. I love incense. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. Especially the different flavors. The names be funny sometimes. When you get them from the corner store. What? You never got it from the corner store? You go to the store, they always got them, like, near the... Well, it's mostly in, like, smoke oh, okay. places and stuff. I was stuff. about to say, our corner store ain't had no incense in it. They be having them in the corner store, too. The ones that sell the oils at the counter. Nope. I don't have, that's not a experience I'm familiar with. Oh, damn. Y'all was living spots. it up, right. We had drive throughs and stuff, but at the same time, they also wasn't selling no incense. It's like... Maybe you could go to the dollar store, the hair store even sell incense, but the corner mm -hmm. store? The neighborhood package store. Shout <laughs> out, Big Crit. Um, I think he's safe. I don't know him, so I couldn't back you up on that, so I'm just going to follow through with it and say shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you enjoy the Barbie movie? Short answer, yes. Long answer. Mm. Why? I enjoyed the first half of the movie. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it when it was centered around Barbie. <laughs> the moment Ken got some shine, I was clocked out. Honestly, it felt unnecessary. It felt like it also could have been intentional that way. Like, because that the end of the day, niggas gonna make it about them. Mm -hmm. Hence, all the patriarchy talk. So, it could have been intentional. I think it was. But it made me clock out. I hated that entire second half of the movie. It was so interesting to me, because before we seen it, I seen a lot of, like, articles and stuff, and people were saying, like, how feminist it was, and how anti-man it was, and it was not progressive, and then when I seen the movie, I was like, literally almost half of the movie is about Ken, though. Like, what the fuck are y'all even talking about? Low-key, the whole movie is about Ken, if you really want to talk about it. If you really want to get into it, the whole movie is Barbie stroking his ego to make him feel comfortable being a man because he needs her approval for everything. Like, the movie starts and he's like, they're like, you know, Ken... He can't have a good day unless Barbie smiles at him. <laughs> Which is, it's still very reflective of our real world. Mm -hmm. And like, it started off, it's like Barbie started off as a strong, independent woman. But then, for many reasons, as soon as they came to the real world, that was out of the window. Mm-hmm. But I think that is the case is that a lot of women, a lot of us think that we are strong, independent women. And some of us think that that's what we want. But in reality, true femininity is is being on the receiving end of something. We don't want to be that. 
like not for real not in our that's not our soul's purpose like this time as you incarnated as a woman your soul do not want to be independent your soul wants to be taken care of and really catered to you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so like i got that though because it was like that's what barbie thought she wanted but in reality she didn't i kind of actually like that that it was like actually reality like it was a reality check for her like mm -hmm. this is the real world my nigga that is not what's going on in these streets yeah reality check barbie do you feel like growing up that you had a positive influence from Barbie? Barbie, <laughs> like what was the impact? I guess just on the Barbie brand in your life. Did you play with Barbies? I played with Barbies. Um, I didn't have a whole bunch. I don't think. I don't know. In hindsight, that bag was full of Barbies. Yeah, I feel like you did. Have but I a think lot of most Barbies. of those were Shayla's. You think so? Mm -hmm. I, I had. I might have had five or six Barbies. I enjoy changing their clothes, giving them storylines. Somebody was always taking somebody's man. <laughs> um, the only Barbie I really ever connected with, forgive me, it was a white Barbie. But her name was Tori. And she was a tomboy. And that was the only thing I could relate to. Mm -hmm. So she was always the cool, laid-back Barbie that she used to skateboard. Mm. She never really had a man. <laughs> well, all the men are kin, so you know what I'm saying. You can you can make your Barbie be with any man that you want them to be with. You know what I'm saying. Any kin is is good enough. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think they were. I think that was some foreshadowing on my part. Yeah. I hear you. Because my Barbies used to there. be humping, okay? They used to be sliding back and forth. Bumping coochies. My <laughs> Bumping coochies. Mine were doing positions that I still have yet to try. Chill. They was teaching me some things. Barbies aren't even that flexible. They literally can't even bend their knees. At least the majority of them. Some of them, if they're like an exercise Barbie or bike rider or Barbie, they have like bendy elbows or knees. But for the most part, most of them are like... <laughs> I had an exercise Barbie. You did? She had a bike, but it was one of the sit-down ones. Mm -hmm. And you would strap her legs in and she'd be like, One, two, three... Four and then it would start over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was obsessed with Barbies when I was a kid. Me and my sister and my cousins, we would play with Barbies for hours. Mm. I love, like you said, changing their clothes. I love yeah. just creating a whole storyline. We would play for a day. We would play all day. We would come back the next day and finish another story. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just mm -hmm. was it for me. Um I never felt like Barbie was influencing me in real life, though. It was just something that was sparked creative and imaginate, imaginative play. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, any other toy does. Yeah. Like, it was just a toy to me. It wasn't something that was, like, made me feel insecure about myself or made me even feel confident about myself. Either way, yeah. it wasn't doing none of that for me. It was just fun to play with. Yeah, I wasn't influenced either like that, for real. It was just playtime yeah which is interesting because in the movie they kind of like 
have a moment where one of the characters is basically saying like Barbie failed the people and her influence really just made them ha ha create this standard of what womanhood should be and something that they can't look up to like it's unattainable like Barbie is not every woman like every woman can't have a psychology degree and also be a flight attendant and, and also go camping every weekend and have 13 kids and two niggas and blah 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 <laughs> and it's like Girl, it's it's for you to make up the storyline to go to. It's, yeah, Barbie's not telling you you have to be all these things. She's saying you can be any of these things. It's just so crazy when people don't like they're not nurtured properly at home. Mm -hmm. The things that they will do to like project onto society, they're like what they believe based off of their experiences at home. It's crazy. Yeah, that's uh. What do you feel like the purpose of the Barbie movie was, just in general? Um, I think that it was meant to be reflective. I think for people that saw themselves in Barbie, it was meant to be like, it's okay for you to feel it's okay for you to not be perfect and it's okay to be honest mm -hmm. about how you feel because one thing Barbie was was honest yeah like at the beginning with Ken she was like mm, nah I'm not into it <laughs> and then when she realized she was like feeling things she was honest about how she was feeling mm -hmm. um which was admirable like, for real. Yeah. She's like, what's this wet shit coming out of my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. She was, uh, it was self-discovery mm -hmm. and acceptance of, like, who you really are. Like, you're not this, and you don't have to be this perfect person that everybody sees and you're, Influencing everybody positively, mm -hmm. and you got all the friends, you know. You don't have to be that person, and it's okay that you're not. Yeah. For men, I don't think that they were paying attention. I don't, the average man, not all men. Yeah. It was a, quite a bit of men I seen online going to see it, because boys try and act like they didn't play with Barbies but it's like yes they did especially if you had a scissor a scissor, a scissor. where's my head at if you had a sister or you grew up just in a predominantly female family like with your cousins and stuff there's a chance that you got roped into playing Barbies too and you was having fun with it like I seen a lot of guys on social media if not just excited about wearing pink and going to the movies and stuff like that like yeah I feel like I just don't know any person to me. Specifically, straight men, I don't understand how they view themselves. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if any of what was going on with Ken or any of the Kens will be reflected for them. Yeah. I feel like they're very low vibrational beings and don't really <laughs> take in messages well mm -hmm. they're like experience based 
I don't disagree with you on that, but I think it is specific to what you're saying about them being on low, low vibration, which mm-hmm. is not really masculine or feminine. Some people are just like that. They are on a low vibration. So when you try and communicate with them, um, certain things that will make them reflect on their own behaviors or maybe how they impact the others, they're going to take it as a defense. You know what I'm saying? They're going to mm-hmm. take it personally instead of thinking maybe... It, it, it could be constructive for them mm-hmm. so like you know a lot of men are like that especially coming from a woman they don't want to hear from a woman so yeah I mean that definitely yeah. is a thing we I haven't seen any takes from men from the movie for real not any that are productive mm-hmm. besides people calling it crazy feminism and you know like shit that don't even I really make don't sense. understand how they got that from that movie I didn't get that from that movie at all There was nothing feminism about that movie outside of the opening scene. It's just like, um, what's that one show that was like, um, the Karen show, where they was basically like waking white women up to them being racist. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. If you try and tell men that they are misogynistic, you can literally list the things that they do that are literally defined in misogyny and they will still find a way to like deny it or even basically say well this is woman's fault that we act this way when it's like women did not create the world to be this way you know it if women created the world we would be on some whole different shit we would probably be a lot more farther too because we on the other hand don't have a choice but to accept criticism all the time from any source whether it be our own parents specifically mothers whether it be from men that we're dating um whether it be in social situations we're constantly always being criticized even by society even by you know social constructs so we're good at receiving some type of feedback not all women now Mm. let's not go there but for the most part most women are used to it because Mm -hmm. we constantly being critiqued from every single fucking angle yeah i feel like overall barbie movie was really about celebrating authenticity Mm -hmm. um getting to know yourself learning yourself and letting that be your story instead of like what society is telling you to be or who your role should be based off of the type of person people perceive you to be you know what i mean Mm -hmm. which i feel like was a good message you know what i'm saying yeah uh, just going back to Ken again, it's always about niggas. But <laughs> also, I feel like they did so much with that whole patriarchy shit. Whatever message was in there, right over the head. Mm-hmm. They did way too much with that. Because after a while, I was just sitting there like, I don't even know why they're doing this. Yeah. What is going on? Like, why is there a whole... I feel like we didn't get it because that message wasn't for us. Mm -hmm. Because in hindsight, I was thinking about it or whatever. Like, the the friction between the two different cans. The Asian can and then um, the the notebook can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You know, it was like basically the competition men put between each other for the attention of women but really it has nothing to do with women at all it's Mm -hmm. because their own insecurities so they compete with each other and stuff like that so that whole dance off and everything and just the irritation that they have with each other between the whole movie and Ken being so insecure is it other Ken Mm -hmm. like (laughs) 
we just that wasn't for us because that's not our reality every day not to say that women don't have competition with each other because we absolutely do but it's just be based on different things and then it plays out in reality a lot more different than Mm-hmm. you know what that look like because yeah. <laughs> in a lot of situations I don't know if you've been in social situations with men where they have like that competition thing going on and like they call it like a pissing contest you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. there's a name for it and so you know it's like a thing mm-hmm. like what do you call two bitches that be arguing like petty like yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying there's a name for it and so you know it's like a regular thing Um, it was really interesting to me the aspect of the movie that like all of the barbies was the same they did not include the fact that barbie franchise does have different barbies outside of just barbie like Mm -hmm. there's um where's the other barbies there's like kelly christy christy Teresa. Teresa. i don't know if that's still a thing anymore i haven't seen a christy and Teresa in a while i think that they don't really be giving them names no more like they used to but i think that just like you could find like a regular barbie you can't find the other ones but it's not like as prominent because now they focus more on like inclusivity so it'll be like a certain body type barbie or maybe even like a barbie that is disabled in the sense or something which by the way mm. Y'all really had me fucked up with the one disabled person. The one disabled Barbie in a wheelchair only pulled her out of the movie for the dance break. What's going (laughs) on? We're here for representation, but that's what she got. That was kind of some bullshit. And they kept the camera on her too. Like, hey, she's right here. And it was giving glee in a wheelchair. Like, it was giving somebody who's not really disabled, which turned me all the way off. I hated that scene. I absolutely hated it. It, it made me uncomfortable because what <laughs> what are y'all doing even all the kids was all the same as each other like even though they mm-hmm. was different in their own aspects or personality like the main kin was beach mm-hmm. <laughs> like the only ones that was different was midge because she was pregnant mm-hmm. and alan because he was an ally which Alan's was so interesting um I wish they low-key would have deep dive a little bit more into Midge because I feel like that was a representation, but they just didn't go into it or whatever. Like how mm-hmm. all women are looked at the same until they get pregnant. And then that's a whole nother story, my nigga. Now so, all of a sudden the expectations are totally different. Now it's weird to have a pregnant Barbie. Yeah, exactly. Even um, though that's literally something that girls well anybody when do go when through. they play with Barbie and yeah life. that Barbie was recalled and I remember having the Midge Barbie she had like a rubber belly mm-hmm. and you could pull her belly off and then you could take the baby out of her stomach or whatever and so then she gave birth and then you could like replace it with the plastic belly and then her belly would be flat again mm-hmm. um, it wasn't like a she was actually literally giving birth like a human so to me there would be no reason for her to be getting recalled but then of course you know you know who was in charge of recalling that Barbie, either men or Christians, because they always trying to say something's yeah. inappropriate or too much for kids. And it's like kids need to understand how babies are born before they end up having one. Yeah, it's given. I don't want sex education in schools, but I'm also not going to teach my child about sex. Oh, honey. And a lot of us have been there. I definitely grew up in an environment where I just did not get the education. We've talked about that before. But my kids, okay. Max and Eva, they know what the different body parts are. They know where they go. They know what happens if you exchange them, okay? Mm-hmm. 
and they know that when it happens, it's coming out the cooch, okay? And to this day, ever be like, I don't want to have babies. She's probably going to change her mind because she really do love kids. She even be talking about, like, she'll just adopt. But I respect it, though. Because <laughs> that not was not want a baby coming out of her That was me my entire life. When you know, you know. Y'all got to stop trying to convince people that they want to actually have children. It's wild and weird because you're not going to take care of that child. Yeah, for real. Um, and Alan was very interested in me. I kind of wanted to talk about talk about him a little bit because he was different from all of the kids in a way that he wasn't subscribing to the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, and even from the beginning of the movie, he was different than them. First of all, he wasn't just Ken. He wasn't Ken. And it was like he wasn't in the... I don't want to say brainwashing of Barbie land, but it was like he wasn't. He almost was like a plant there, like, to help yeah. them evolve or some shit, like. He was just chilling, for real. Yeah. He was like what men would be if they actually stayed out of women's business. Like, just very actual balanced masculine energy and understand that, like, you have to be both masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. And that you're not more of a man just because you're more masculine. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was kicking ass, too. Yeah, he absolutely was kicking ass. <laughs> the way he popped up out that trunk. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy Alan. Um, but I also... I don't know what his name is in real life. Hold on. His name is uh, Michael Cera. He was in, like, Super Bad and, like... I can't Juno. Remember. Juno. Oh my God. He's like actually really funny, but he's like one of those monotone actors for which you don't really, he not really, it don't seem like he's trying to be funny, but he do be being funny. Mm-hmm. I like him. I feel like we're yeah. the, we got the same comedy style. Um, the, the last thing I really want to talk to talk about in regards to the Barbie movie is really the patriarchy aspect of it. Mm-hmm. What, what was your takeaway from it? Just, the patriarchy only i guess just the conversation of the barbies once she got to the real world and like they was like she got sexually harassed immediately it was like she immediately felt like what it felt like to be a real woman like yeah um (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was very accurate Mm-hmm. Especially when Ken went into that office building. You know what? Somebody asking him a question, asking him what time it was. <laughs> why does that give you so much validation? Like, that was crazy. He was like, wait, so women need men for things here? And I think that was the whole system of Barbie land is they didn't need the men for their, you know, system to operate functionally. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, men think that their present is so necessary in every aspect of our lives. And when we say that it's not, then we get called bitter. We get called... 
like in the comments they say this stuff to us every other week like mm-hmm. uh oh guess who's lonely and bitter and it's like <laughs> neither one of us you'll never get a man like that like first of all I don't want a man <laughs> and I really don't want like that like we've had men we've had enough of them to say from our experience that we don't want to be with men any longer yeah. so that says enough you know what I'm saying that says enough right there okay and it's just weird. Anytime you try and confront men or just confront the patriarchy in general with how it is harmful for both men and women, mm-hmm. they are so brainwashed that they just don't get it. They just yeah. refuse to understand that they are in, in turn hurting themselves to operate by these standards of masculinity. Like the same things that you say don't make us woman enough. It's the same standards that you said to say that make you not man enough the same men who say oh i'm tired of bitches saying that we need to pay for them to go out to dinner and stuff or that you know we had to do certain things as a man but it's like you're low-key fighting for those systems because Mm -hmm. you want to oppress women and you don't you act like you don't understand or you can't look into a history book and see where the oppression of women started where we actually could not work could not go to school, could not read and write. They handicapped us to a point where we needed men. And now that we don't need them anymore, you guys are disgusted with women. But then y'all was just complaining and still complain about having to do so much for women. Mm -hmm. They be talking about they old fashioned. No, you're not. If you was old-fashioned, you would be paying bills like your great-grandpa, okay? You would have married that girl when you got her pregnant if you was old-fashioned. If you was old-fashioned, you'd probably be doing a lot of shit that's illegal now. Like, y'all not old-fashioned. Y'all just want to control women. And that's what it be coming down to. Like, for real. Yeah. The patriarchy is dangerous. It's dangerous to all of us. And I really encourage y'all niggas to understand what it means. To look it up. What this actually means. I think sometimes they really don't be knowing. They just be like watching too many podcasts and stuff. And then they be thinking like, oh my God. Like the patriarchy is a good thing. Like, and we just, women just are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes they be talking and it just be sound like they throw in a tantrum or something weird. It's just crazy. Because they do be throwing tantrums. Because they just be so emotional. Oh my God. It's like literally making me think of um, Suits. Oh my gosh. Those men on that show are the most emotional people I have ever witnessed. But you know what is that? That's normal behavior for for men. Like it's not being depicted on TV when it's not a real thing you know what i'm saying absolutely like every time mike have an explosive moment i just think about a lot of men that i know and how it's socially acceptable for them to behave that way and the moment that a woman even gets passionate about something we get called emotional they always trying to say they're logical thinkers and it's like y'all literally are some of the least logical people i know like dead ass y'all almost never think before y'all speak Y'all never actually think about how something makes you feel before you start reacting in a situation. Mm-hmm. And and it's acceptable for them to do so. It's crazy. Like, even in the one part where Ken went to the office and he was like, 
give me a job, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was demanding to get a job. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, you got to go to college. You can't just come in here demanding a job. And he was like, you guys aren't doing patriarchy right. And it was like, oh, but we are. We're just doing it now in a way where it's hidden. And yeah. it's like, it's not hidden. Only yeah. people who want to believe that it's not true is it hidden from. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. It's very in our faces every day. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to add on or break down from conclude the Barbie movie? Would you encourage other people to see it? Um, Would you see it again? <laughs> I actually think question. I don't know if there's anything else that I came from with the movie. I enjoyed the first half. Um, as far as editing goes and writing goes, there was a lot that we didn't need in that movie. A lot of scenes couldn't be, could have been taken out. Many. Um, that whole, the scene with the creator, both scenes with the creator, way too long. They were way too long mm-hmm. like I was it was too long for her to be speaking like <laughs> it was just taking too long to get to the point yeah yeah and they tried to make it mysterious like when she first met her mm-hmm. and it was like this is obviously like come on I feel like they could have opened the movie given a little bit of information on who the creator is and left it at that like it didn't even have to be tied into the end of the movie or nothing like i feel like it would have been cool if they just had a frame of her in barbie's house like Mm -hmm. a real picture of who the creator was just to pay homage to her and then barbie was like oh or the narrator like oh this is the creator blah 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 like this is her name and blah 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 like it didn't even have to go into all this stuff and i totally agree with you on that and then they had the mama from matilda playing her which i feel like i'm not saying it's just when you get typecast in a certain roles it's like people assume you to act a certain way and i just feel like that's not who they should have chose like rest in peace betty white but some somebody more like her would have been better in that kind of role than like mm-hmm. the mama from Matilda. Somebody that you know is a well-known abuser. Like, get it out of here. <laughs> I just, I know what they, I y'all couldn't find another old white lady. Like, I just didn't understand it. Yeah. Um. I was here from the majority of the looks. I wish they would have went a step further with all the other Barbies that wasn't um stereotypical Barbie. Mm-hmm. And maybe went a little bit more detail into that. But like you said, there's no way of us knowing for sure if all those other looks were from other Barbies that we just don't remember. Or mm-hmm. it might be past our time when we was playing with Barbies. But yeah. I would been ha- would have been happy to see that. Like, where was Skipper at? Like, you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. You know, I just, yeah. Dang. I did appreciate the humor in the narrator. Mm-hmm. And the point of showing that men were running the Barbie company. Mm-hmm. Even though they didn't... It wasn't... It didn't hit as hard as it could have. I don't know. Was this... Shorty Margot, she produced it or directed it? 
Yeah, she produced it and it was directed and written by somebody else. I wish that there was... I don't know what was missing in the room, but something... I think the oh, fact no. that they had Will Ferrell playing the CEO is that they was making light of it when in all actuality that happens to a lot of women-owned businesses. When they get to a certain level, you know what I'm saying, they're going to find a way to make it owned by men. And mm-hmm. like they kind of stated that at a different part of the movie that the company was lost due to like tax evasion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it kind of, it could have been more, to me, more blatant of not how they got the company, but just the way that they was using the company to manipulate women as mm-hmm. men. Um, so, yeah. Like, they could have even said something like, yeah, they also make all the tampons and pads or some shit, you know, like, mm-hmm. to make it more like. Yeah. But, yeah. For sure. I mean, shout out. I wouldn't tell anybody not to see it. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, just watch it. There are things that you can come away from with the movie. Um, I mean, it's visually pleasing. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of pink. A lot of colors. It was a time. Yeah. I actually really, really enjoyed the movie. Um, like you said, there was parts in the movie that I felt like could have been left out. But if you ever seen a movie or a show with me, you know that's anything I watch. <laughs> um, I definitely will see it again more and more times. I can't wait till Max and Eva is just a little bit older so I can watch it with them so we can have certain discussions about it too. Um, I feel like Max could watch it now, honestly. But Eva, mm-hmm. I think she still needs a little bit more time. Yeah. Um yeah you want to move into mental health matters let's do it okay um this week on mental health matters i just kind of close want to close up the conversation that we just had just by you know posing you guys the opportunity to view yourself outside of what the patriarchy is so rather you are a man a woman if you're non-binary um or trans just think about outside of how the world views you how america views you how do you see yourself and are you acting in accordance with that and like who you want to be you know what i mean because mm. i feel like at the end of the day that's like what the takeaway is from the barbie movie is to like separate yourself from the patriarchy and just be you just do you yeah and then you know maybe at that point we can stop being a little bit so hard on ourselves compare ourselves to other people thinking that we have to be perfect because then we could just see ourselves and like be happy with who we are in the moment so yeah yeah did you have anything to add to that i felt like that was all that was needed well thank you um well we can move on into the breaks (laughs) there's a few songs that dropped this week that i want to talk about you guys Why are you apologizing? Oh no. You can't help yourself. Halle Bailey just dropped a single called Angel. What'd you think about it? (laughs) I literally played it for you. I know. Black girl with the black girl hair. I'm not a fan. It wasn't for me. Okay. 
<laughs> but you know what? You're not really a um, Chloe and Halle fan in the first place. This is also true. Yeah, so it's just not your steez. Yeah. Um, she sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Her voice is very opera-esque. I don't know if that's a word, but it, it's giving opera. It's giving um, Mariah Carey notes. I mean, the whistle tones are yeah. insane. And the fact that she just keep going back to it and keep going back to it. It's like, girl, where do you find the breath at? Um, she looked amazing in the visual. She dropped a song and a video on the same day. And I was like, that's how you do it, girl. Yeah. Um, she looked beautiful. Very stunning. Um, I really enjoyed the song. I enjoyed the message behind the song because it is just a black girl anthem. And I feel like she... Felt like she needed to put that out after all the criticism and backlash she received for being the Black Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like, y'all wish y'all could be this fucking powerful, this fucking black, this beautiful. Have this hair that's grown from your hair like roots from a tree. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it was just very empowering as a black woman. And I loved it. Yeah. Shout out. Um, another song that dropped this week is Usher. He actually dropped a few songs. Not here for all of them. I'm just going to talk about the one song that I did enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, featuring 21 Savage and Summer Walker. It's called Good Good. And it's essentially about having a healthy breakup or a mutual breakup where it's not toxic or no drama behind it. Have you ever had that? Mm. No drama. With no drama, yeah. You had, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've had it with no drama. I'm pretty much when the official breakup happens, I just disappear. Mm-hmm. Like we have our conversation, and then I'm out. Don't call me. Don't text me. I'm not responding. You know, cause I mean. We're done. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I cannot say the same thing. <laughs> Y'all know who I used to be. You know what I'm saying? It's very much given like Janae Iko, like I'll stab you. So like, yeah, I did not have those experiences. Um, I'm not. I'm in a, a different person now. Like, you know, if I was to be at this day and age and have a breakup, I could have an amicable split and be like, you know, it just wasn't right for us no more type of thing. But mm-hmm. back in the day, it was either um, who you think you was trying to break up with me type of situation or mm-hmm. it was just like um, already a toxic relationship. And so the breakup was just as toxic as the relationship type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this relationship is basically saying that we can be cool type of thing, but we ain't that cool, my nigga. But, you know what I'm saying? I'll still respect you and let's just move on in a healthy way. So, it sounds good. It does. I think one of my exes, once they got past the fact that we were never getting back together, it was cool. Like, it was cool when they were going through that, but it was just like... Mm, like don't talk to me till you get over this mm-hmm. but I mean we were cool if they hit me up now just to check in and be like hey what's up no not me I'm one of those people that be like never talk to me again you do not exist I am a ghost to you in your life 
You can watch me online like a fucking fan. Yeah, that's me. I respect it. Real uh, Tiffany Polar with it. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> look past me. Um, the last uh, artist I wanted to talk about is Leon Thomas. If you guys know him, he was like the black dude in Victorious. He's also one half of the duo called, well, the production duo called The Rascals. Mm-hmm. Um, he just dropped the album called Electric mm-hmm. Desk. Um, the album just dropped like Friday or something. So I haven't listened to it yet. There was already some singles on there. Like he did a remix with Victoria Monet to one of the songs on the album. And it was chef's kiss. Cause like, come on, Victoria Monet. Yeah. And he himself, he has an amazing voice. Um, he plays several instruments. I mean, you know, people who really be in a production bag, they really be in there doing their thing. Yeah. He's written for. And produced for so many artists like, you know, Ariana Grande, um, SZA. He produced Snooze from SZA's SZA's (laughs) last album. He's written for, like, um, Tony Braxton. um, He's like, uh, Drake. um, Lots of Drake. No shade. (laughs) Um, On the production side, not, like, writing for Drake. Um... You could like look him up and see like so many things, but most recently he was just on a Terrell show. You know, we are big fans of the Terrell show over here. So if you haven't already, just go ahead and watch that and then you'll like get to see him and know him a little bit. But but for sure, check out his new album, Electric Desk. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. He got a nice voice too. Yeah, he does. He has a nice voice. I was like, okay, he can sing. Yeah. It sounds very like reminiscent of like a music soul child. Like it doesn't sound like that, but the same vibe you get from it. Like music soul child is just like, you know, you don't get that from music soul child. Music soul child is love. Is he the one with Buddy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, he gives a certain vibe. It's like cool, chill, relax. I can see it. Okay. We don't all get that from... I mean, it depends on the song. Like, if you're talking about the song Philadelphia, I get it from that song. Um, This is not a music slander or nothing, because like a lot of men, although he's an R&B artist, sometimes his music is catered to men in a sense it's from a man's perspective, so sometimes it do be toxic or whatever, like... Music or Leon? No, music, so child. Oh, he's very toxic. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of songs. Extremely. Like, we can we can revisit that on another episode. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you making time for this week? Oh. Um. This week, I am making time for <sighs> dedicating myself to something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's quite a few things that I want to do I need to get back into routine but for some reason it's like really difficult for me to get into it mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that's about I mean partially because I want to sleep <laughs> but yeah rest is productive too though I don't want you to get like you know down on yourself because you feel like this whole week you could have worked out or last week you could have worked out but like 
nobody just sleeps because they don't need the rest. I mean, some people can, mm-hmm. but for the most part, if you are sleeping consistently for like so many hours in a day and then the next day you like, oh my God, I need to sleep another, sleep in another. It's like, cause your body genuinely needs that. And like, we really were on the go this month. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention that our energy was being pulled in a lot of different directions as yeah. well, which does something to you on a personal level so like you know we needed that so it's okay you right where you're supposed to be right now don't feel like you have to like rush back into your routine because maybe the routine you're supposed to be right now is resting like Mm. it sound like my stomach said "Mm," (laughs) (laughs) i'm sick of her um what you making time for um, this week I'm just gonna make time for meditation to keep it real with y'all. Your girl has been falling off. I totally uh, fell off of my meditate, uh, my yoga practice. I just, girl, life was life and everything, and I just couldn't stay consistent with it. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm going out of town for work this week. This is my first time doing a Reiki retreat, so I'm super excited about that. Yeah. I feel like this is going to pull more blessings into my life. Plus, I'm like going through another spiritual process, um, which has been a lot energetically for me, studying and um, just trying to be more enlightened as well Mm -hmm. because that practice calls for it yeah and it's a lot of work so i just really need to get into my meditation bag to just be present with the light you know i'm saying with myself and with god so that's where i'm at shout out yeah you guys Mm -hmm. can let us know what y'all make it time for this week what intention you're setting by dropping it below in the comments leaving us a, a message or sliding into our dms like we would love that yeah we always have our social tags and everywhere else you can see us in the description mm-hmm. so it's real easy for you guys <laughs> well without further ado i've, I've got, got time, time.